Well, things are quiet this afternoon at the Bumstead home, so let's look in at the office of the J.C. Gibbers Construction Company, where Dad would work. Yes, yes, Dad would bend over his desk, studying something very carefully. Must be something very important. Yes, it's a comic book. He finishes the book and makes this comment on it. Ah. <laughs> well, let's see what Mr. Gibbers is doing. Ah, a little action. Mr. Gibbers is opening the door of his office and says... Come on, 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 couldn't you tone your voice down a little bit in the future, please? What, and spoil all my fun? Yeah. Come in my office, Tommy. Yeah, uh, yes, sir, Mr. Gibbons. Now, sit down, Bumstead. No, no, not that chair. Uh, That's the one for insurance salesman with a tap on it. Oh, yes. Try this one here. Oh, well, thank you, J.C. Now, that's the chair for prospective clients. We delivered this afternoon. Nothing's all nice and soft and luxurious today. Ah. This seems like anything. Notice how it cuddles your carpet. <laughs> now, close your eye and see how restful it is. How does it make anybody find anything? What do you think of it? Don't tell me! I wasn't thinking, Mr. Gibbons. I was just thinking. What? If you're a bus call? <laughs> Mr. Gibbons, let's get back to the subject. What did you call me in here for, huh? Well, it seems like a very silly question now, but I was going to ask you if you sleep night. Oh, sure, Mr. Gibbons. And uh, during the day sometimes, too. Now, I know, I know. For a good many years, I've been paying your salary while you've been off to slumberland with your feet on the desk. Oh, uh, well, I don't sleep in the office, Mr. Gibbons. Now, listen, Bumstead. You wore those two deep grooves in the top of your desk with your heels. Uh-huh. The grooves you didn't put them there. Oh, uh, no. What I want to know is why can't I sleep at night? Well, maybe you don't go to bed at night. Oh, yes, I do. But I have trouble getting to sleep. When I do go to sleep, Cora says I leap and talk like any other than seven years. Well, maybe you've got a guilty conscience, Mr. Billy. Yeah, maybe that's... Don't So have you ever been to a doctor? I've been to all of them. They all tell me to give up everything I've always enjoyed. Yeah. Well, why don't you take their advice? Well, what's the point of being healthy if it's no fun living? Oh, yeah, yeah, I guess so. I'm still shopping around to find a doctor who agrees with me. Mm-hmm. I know what would help you, Mr. Giddy. What you need is a little relaxation. Oh, I know. But Cora always catches me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, Mr. Giddy, I-, I have an idea. I can solve your problem and promise you you'll get at least one good night's sleep. What do you want to do? Hit me on the head with a hatchet. Hey, oh, that's not a bad idea, you know. Never mind, never mind. No, but what you really need is to get away for things uh, for a few hours. So why don't you and Mrs. Gittes take a nice drive with Blondie and me on Sunday? Huh? Oh, no. Oh. But you'll be out in a nice fresh air. It'll be a pleasant change, and it's, it's very pretty this time of year on the farm. Oh, sure. Farmers, alfalfa, cows, milkmaids. Milkmaids. <laughs> okay, Bumstead, you talk me into it. 
You can put the jitters on your thumbies properly. <laughs> I just wondered if you wanted me to bring anything to take along on the drive tomorrow. What did you have in mind? Easy things, sandwiches, a sandwich of coffee, and a straight jacket for Julius. <laughs> Do you really think one straight jacket will be enough? Well, Julius has been so nervous lately, so I'm thinking of getting him one with a built-in cold shower to wet him down and cool him off. <laughs> Sure, the drive ought to be a nice change for him. Well, uh, if I remember Sunday driving from before the war, it won't be any rest for him. Oh, Doug was a very careful driver. <laughs> yes, but when only one else drives, Julius is always pressing imaginary brakes. You'll see, in two blocks, he'll push his foot right through the floorboard. <laughs> yeah, we'll drive someplace where it's nice and quiet and peaceful. Uh, Blondie, are, uh, are the children coming along? Oh, no, they're both going to be the same. Oh, that's too well. I'm so sorry they can't go. <laughs> of course, Corey, if you'd like, I'll have them go with us. I know they'll be delighted. Well, I, I, of course, it, it would be crowded, but <laughs> I'm just kidding, sir. Oh, Blondie. It's just that I'm afraid you will get so stirred up tomorrow that he won't sleep for a week. Well, Corey, it might not hurt a bit if you... No, in fact, I think it's one that I did. Oh, I'm glad to hear you say that, Cora. Because, frankly, Galvin and I have never taken a Sunday drive that was restful. And I've been sort of worried ever since Galvin told me. It's not too late to back out. No, no, Blondie. Any change in the dream would be an improvement. Even a change for the word. <laughs> All right, Cora. Now, you bring a sandwich or two for us and a sandwich of coffee, and I'll hide it in the back seat. It may come in handy. Otherwise, we'll leave it at the roadside stand. Fine, Blondie. Sort of trouble do you anticipate? Oh, I honestly don't know, Cora. But don't worry. If there's any trouble to be found, God will find it. Oh, murder. This is Gandhi. Just look at this terrific traffic. <laughs> Stop yapping, Julia. It's a lovely day. I mean, it's a lovely day, dear. Johnny and I are just sitting back here enjoying it. Well, I'm not. Oh, dear. You're such a sour foot. Why didn't you even tell me how you like my new hair, dear? Well, yes. Your curls look like they were kissed by a thumbbeam. Oh, oh, dear, John. You've been the sweetest thing. The thumbbeam? Yeah, thumbbeam mixed master. <laughs> Oh, hey, look at the cars behind me, too. As far as I can see back there, look at that. Oh, thank you. Be careful. Look out for that road. Yeah, I'm sorry. Get back in your own way. Oh, boy, that was kind of close. What is that printing of yours? I told you so. There go your fingers. Oh, my goodness, I, I guess we're just waiting until the traffic moves up a little bit. Hey, there's a car way up ahead of us that's kind of snarling things up. Look at it. It's probably driven by another dagger dumpster. Yeah. Now, Mr. Dugan, there's actually another dagger dumpster. No, I guess not. It just wouldn't be fair to put more than one on each planet. Look, here comes the car, the first 
super suds, funky two-fisted suds, loosen up the meanest kind of dirt in a hurry. You don't have to do a lot of rubbing. That's right. And I should know, with all the brownie papers I was wondering cookie pile, I'd be lost without super suds on Wednesday. Oh, women are always telling us how super suds, rich, creamy suds, make lighter work of heavy-duty washing. Mm-hmm. Let me see now. Well, we could, Nessa. 
that he decided to take no power. Well, it's very difficult working with an imbecile. Oh. There's no need to apologize, Julius. Carl and I should have done this hours ago. You've got it up on those rocks now. Why don't you just change the car? Well, just a minute, Lonnie, just a minute. I've been insulted by that first. Mr. Diddy's. I am resigning from the Gates of Gibbons Company. You can't do that, Bob Teddy. I'll just order fire. Mr. Gibbons, fire him when we get home. It's getting late. Okay. Get the spell out, Rabbit Head. <laughs> All right. Just as soon as I can get there. Oh, huh? Oh, no. Oh, no. That can't be. What do you know? It's a spell class. Oh, oh, my goodness. Yeah. I just can't understand how one man can have so much ignorance in his command. Now, just a minute. There's no reason for the spell to be flat. Blondie, you had the last punch a couple months ago. Did you have the tire Oh, of course I have the tire. Huh? Huh? Well, I, uh, uh, well, I might have overlooked it, but, uh, that is all the state risk. Well, well. So the girls were at fault. From the way they've been talking, I didn't think it was possible for them to make a mistake. Oh, never mind about that. The nearest garage is about three miles. Now, you just better start walking. Yeah, well, not me. I did plenty of work and all for nothing. I'm knocked out. I'm staying here. And so am I. You girls can walk the garage. <gasps> it's your fault. It's good for your fingers. Besides, you'll get past the service. And what are you going to do? Well, I'm going to take a little nap in the car. <laughs> Come on, Mr. Diddy, I'll show you how it's done. It's a pleasure, old pal. What about the sandwiches in the back, Blondie? Well, let's just hope they don't find them. Come on, Cora. We might as well start walking right now. Oh, I think, Yeah, I'm sorry I was too sleepy to help Blondie. 
I wonder what the neighbors will think. Well, you should worry about our neighbors, too. I'll practically carry you in myself. Yeah. We're always tired. Gee, you know the idea of mine about taking Mr. Gibbles on a Sunday drive certainly works. I guess he uh, just likes the peace and quiet of the country. <laughs> oh, Blindy, what's the idea of sticking me? Well, I never touched you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, anyway, Mr. Gibbles certainly got his date tonight. There's no question about him. Oh, Blindy, stop that. Now, that's it. I didn't do this. Yeah. Oh, Oh, come on, get back to you, Bobby. Oh, yes, what in the world is the matter with you? It's that poor thing with the big hair. Oh, yes. 